welcome to the Wisdom Podcast. This is your host, Justin Dora. And today I want to title this little chat, Staying Clear. And I'm just going to walk you through kind of my own personal revelation the last few days, um, a lot of reminders that God's been speaking, and hopefully it'll make sense. And if it doesn't, sorry. <laughs> it's good news to me. I figure it'll be good news to you. Um, the other day, I listened to a little uh, YouTube clip by Bill Johnson on rest, and he made this statement that definitely resonated with me, and it it began the process of God speaking a few scriptures this week that really solidified in um, staying clear in how we see life in the world is a really big deal. So he gave the verse, uh, Romans 8, 6, that says, the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. Or it says, the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. And then he gave an example of what it would look like to set your mind on the flesh. And he said this, he said, it's like you wake up in the morning and you begin to have an internal argument with another person. And at the end, you know, you're saying everything right. You're winning the argument. He said, but what you just did is you set your mind on the wrong stuff. And now you're going to be entangled with those emotions and those, um, th- those internal wrestlings all day long. Potentially. And he said, instead, when that comes, when that thought comes to mind, instead of going there, you make an intentional choice to bless that person, release that person, forgive that person, and treat them like you would a brother in Jesus or a sister or whatever. And when he said it, it just, it, it awakened something in me because I realized that at times it's so easy to have these fake arguments that aren't even real, that you're never even going to have. And what it does is it begins to cloud you on the inside. It's like you get stopped up in turn, in, in, spiritually. And what we've done is we've come into agreement with the wrong stuff. And now those lies are having effect in our spiritual, emotional, relational lives. And it's not helpful. Well, then a couple days later, I was talking to a friend and they referenced this passage, again, out of the book of Romans and specifically in the Amplified Version. I'm going to read it for you because it's really good. It's Romans chapter 7, it's verse 6 in the Amplified, and it says this, But now we are discharged from the law and have terminated all intercourse with it, having died to what once restrained and held us captive. So now we serve not under, we serve not under obedience to the old code of written regulations, but under the obedience to the promptings of the Spirit and newness of life. And you may be thinking, how does that equate with Romans 8, 6? Um, here's what I've realized. When I get caught up in those fake arguments, frustrations, it can be challenging to be aware of those promptings of the Spirit, which are help us realize the newness of life that we're in. 
And therefore, I have to go back to well, what am I quote unquote supposed to do? And the supposed to do stuff doesn't bring life. It may quote unquote work, but it doesn't bring the life of God into our experience that makes all of life refreshing. I mean, that tangible presence of God is makes everything worth it. And so what God was doing is tying those two scriptures together. When I allow the Holy Spirit to to remind me again, to set my mind on the things of the Spirit, to remember who He is, to remember what He's done, to avoid those arguments, those internal wrestlings, and just to not even give them attention or give them the time of day, then what happens is I stay so clear internally that I recognize those promptings of the Spirit throughout the day. And then what what I find is those promptings aren't it's not like I have to convince myself to do it. It's like, oh yeah, I want to do that. And I respond immediately. And there's this immediate response because my internal world has stayed clear and isn't clouded by all the arguments and the wrestlings and and I'm right, this person's wrong. That's just a waste of time. And ultimately just clouds our perspective of being able to recognize God. Okay, with that as a backdrop, I want to take you into kind of what crystallized this for me out of actually it's out of the book of Luke. I was reading in Luke this week, chapter 8, I think it's verse 18. And this is just a little phrase, but it so struck me. Verse 18 says, therefore, consider carefully how you listen. It's It struck me funny. I thought, man, that's a that's a it's so different because I think a lot of times what happens is we just get in the mode of living on autopilot. Let's even say reading the Bible or believe or, or yeah, reading the Bible and getting things out of the scriptures that unfortunately we use logic and reason to interpret and we, we don't use relationship with the Holy Spirit to interpret. And the, the funny thing about Jesus is... He said things, and and many times people are like, man, Jesus was so clear. And then you go read it, and you're like, no, he wasn't. He spoke in these veiled mysteries. You had to get close to him and ask him, what does that even mean for him to unpack for you the meaning of what he was saying? Many, you know, there's that there's that run where it says, um, though hearing, they don't understand. Those seeing, they can't see. Jesus is talking about why he spoke in parables and he's he's telling his disciples, I speak in mysteries. And really it's so that those who are truly desirous of relationship with me would lean towards me to hear what I really am saying, to unpack for them what's really going on. And so when Jesus says, be careful how you listen, there's got to be something to that. And what I begin to realize, and I think this is the last episode, that there's different lenses that we can view the scriptures through. So we can listen to the Holy Spirit, those inner promptings, but we've got to be careful how we're listening. And that's not like a fear thing, but it's it's don't necessarily rely on your 
your logic, your reasoning, but rely on the Spirit of God within you as those arguments are made clear. We hear with clarity the voice of the Holy Spirit within us. And then when we read the scriptures, he's the one that speaks to our hearts and we see with our mind's eye, we see with the eyes of our heart what he meant. Let me give you an example. Verse 11 of Luke 8 says this, this is the meaning of the parable. So Jesus is giving them um, the meaning of the parable of the sower. And he says, the seed is the word of God. Now stop right there. Now, if we use logic to interpret that, then what we would say is the seed is the Bible. And then if we just give people more of the scriptures, they memorize it, they think about it, they they meditate on it, and we just give them the seed, which is the word of God, which is the scriptures, then that seed will do its work. And for sure, that is included in that phrase, word of God. But John 1 says, Jesus is the word. So what if the word being sown is Jesus himself and not just words about Jesus? And what if the reason that when we just quote the Bible, it doesn't penetrate people's hearts is because we haven't learned to incarnate the scriptures so that when we talk, our words carry spirit and they carry life. And they're actually, it's actually incarnating the life of Jesus through our words by his spirit within us. So when Jesus gives this interpretation and at the tail end, he says, be careful how you listen. What if he's saying is, if you're in a hurry, you're going to interpret things that are that could be technically true, but they won't be fully alive. And it's in that full sense of life that we are able to hear with clarity and obey those promptings of the Spirit that come when we stay clear and we avoid the arguments, we avoid the mindset on the flesh, and we remember and embrace that we have the mind of Christ and our mind, because it's His mind, is set on the Spirit. And the promise is that there will be life and peace. So be careful how you hear. Go slow in your processing the scripture with the Holy Spirit. Ask him to unveil to you what he's saying and let that truth go deep, deep, deep into your hearts because here's what happens. What it does is it creates this this anchor in your soul that when you speak, it's like it says in the book of John, chapter 6, verse 63, that your words become spirit and they become life. And then the hearer that's in front of you is opened up to the person of Jesus because you have incarnated him because the his life and his words are what's coming out of you, not just what you've memorized through your own logic, reason, and effort, but, but what's become revelation by the Holy Spirit. And then your words carry a punch that go beyond just biblical proclamation, but that's actually incarnating the Word of God. So as a recap, 
We started with the mindset on the flesh, those internal wrestlings, those arguments versus the mindset on the spirit. And when our mind, by the grace of God, is set on the spirit, then Romans 7, we really are able to discern the promptings of the Holy Spirit and there's life on it where we can respond and we experience the presence and life of Jesus. And then we looked at the book of Luke and where Luke says, uh, quoting the words of Jesus, Jesus is saying, be careful how you listen. That we wouldn't listen, again, in my, from my perspective, with logic and reasoning, but we would allow the Holy Spirit, according to the book of John chapter 16, to guide us into all truth. That when we read the scriptures, we would see the deeper meaning of what God is saying, because it's in that deeper meaning that when we share that or give that away, that our words become spirit and they become life and they begin to open the heart and mind of those that are hearing and those that are responding. So I'm going to pray for us, and then we will close this episode. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence and your life that is in us. We ask that you would help us, teach us how to go slow in the scriptures. And Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are giving us fresh revelation on a daily basis, that our eyes would be opened, our ears would be opened, our hearts would be opened by the grace of God to see, to to believe, to ingest that word, and then to let it be spirit and life out of us as we share it with those around us. Father, I thank you for uh, more and more and more revelation in the days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom Podcast. If you liked what you heard, leave us a review on iTunes, and iTunes will suggest this podcast to others. Thanks, everyone, and take care. Mm -hmm.